Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Off the Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews, the show that covers all things NRL. Mm. Yeah, it does. We're not talking about Thursday night football at all. Oh, that's why you're dirty. I didn't even read your body language then. Why would we talk about it? Not There wasn't even a game on, was there? I wouldn't read too much into it. If you're a South Sydney fan, I wouldn't read too much into it. Oh, mate, I would because those blokes who filled in like, – okay, no Mitchell. Oh, we'll get into it later yeah. because I'm just dirty. Oh. <laughs> You've just loaded straight up. You haven't even said hello to Hello, the Scott. Listeners. Hello, listeners. How are we all? Really good. Really good. I was a little bit like you after that game um, with, the, with the Rabbits and the Storm. Uh, terrible scoreline if you're a, a premiership contender. Now that, that almighty stat always gets rolled out when someone gets 50 scored against them. That In the history of the game, anyone who's had 50 scored against them has never gone on and won the comp. Yeah, so I've heard. But, but history stats are there to be broken. They are. They are definitely there <laughs> to be broken. But I tell you, I tell you, mate, uh, they looked – like Wayne Bennett, very clever, he said last week that they were off. Mm. And we'll hear his post-match. Actually, do you want to hear it now? Let's hear what Wayne had to say after the game last night. Oh, we probably got what we deserve. We've been heading that way in the last couple of weeks and managed to pull games out of the fire. But we're too good for that, Melbourne. So We probably doubted you in recent weeks when you questioned the way your team was going, but probably shows why you've won seven You spent a lifetime doubting me, so... (laughs) It felt like that was coming. Yeah, it's been coming. I was on about last week in Canberra. It just got worse tonight against a really quality team. You had some players out. Is that any excuse? Not for us. No, we're better than that. Cody, Yeah, no, they didn't play hard enough to get injured, so that's a good part. Bang. Mm. I thought Cody Walker tried his guts out last night. I think he can hold his head high. Damien Cook tried his... And yeah, you yep. could, you could, and then you could just put an X through every other player. No, we'll no. talk more about it okay. soon. Right. I, I, I hate saying that people don't try because every player goes out and tries. You just get outplayed sometimes. But, yeah, we'll oh, talk about it. Come on, mate. Yeah. 50 nil. I know, but... That's not outplayed. That you know what I reckon happened? They went into that game going, we don't have Mitchell, we don't have Reynolds, we don't have Murray. Like Murray's a massive loss. Yep. Uh, who else did we have? Uh, Jacob Host, who's been solid for him as well. Save it, right? Save it. No, we'll talk about it later. Joshy Mansour, who's well, done a couple of things, um, but they just they already knew that they'd lost that game before they went out last night. Or the other night. disagree, but anyway. Okay, well, we agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, we'll give you the tips for the rest of the weekend. I just, oh, mate. I just, today's the worst day. Do we actually have to do a show like today? You're carrying on like the Rabbits just lost the premiership. Well, it's, they did. It's round nine, round eight. Round nine, whatever it is. <laughs> Let's do this. Time on Off the Bench to look back on the news of the week. Um, Jared Hayne uh, was sentenced Thursday afternoon, five years for sexual assault, SATs, yep. minimum of three years, eight months. Um, I, I don't want to talk about the crime. Um, 
and we've got to remember there is a victim in this as well, but what Jared Hayne has gone from one of the greatest players of my time yep. to prison. Mm. It's uh, when, you, when you're pretty black and white in your explanation like that, it's, uh, it's sad to see uh, for everyone involved, mm. victim, families, whatever it may be, uh, Jared, his family, uh, he got a, he's got a young wife who's just about to give birth as well. So, um, yeah, there's a lot, of, you know, a lot of moving parts in this which are unfortunate, and you are right. Uh, he, as an athlete, you had to sit back and admire him as an athlete, and now there are many that are sitting back and, and looking in disgust at the moment. Now, he will launch an appeal, no doubt about it. He's entitled, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I've got no doubt he'll, he would have done that ASAP with his, uh, with his legal representation. So, but you know, the, the scenes outside the courtroom as well and uh, chaotic scenes – also, it starts making you think back about some of the, the sportsmen and women over the years that have fallen from grace. Mm. And you, one of the most recent ones that comes to mind is a former New England Patriots player mm. by the name of Aaron Hernandez. Who, Great doco on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Amazing documentary, yeah. yeah. We, we see a lot of those more in America than we do in Australia. But, yeah, for, for Jared, it's just a huge fall from grace. Mate, I um, – yeah, I, I remember we were celebrating him – making the 49ers team, you know, yeah. Jared Hayne. Oh, I was one of the suckers who went and bought, paid 200 bucks for the 49ers jersey with mm. Hayne on the back. And here we sit today. Here yeah. we sit today in prison, spending his last night, a uh, first night in prison uh, Thursday night. And there'll be many sitting back listening to this saying, hang on a sec, you know, you're, um, you're admiring the, the rugby league prowess or the sporting prowess of an individual that's just been, that's just been convicted and, and – uh, yeah, what are you giving? What are you giving tributes for? Oh, this is not a tribute. No, this this. I'm is, scratching my head. Exactly. Where where does it all go wrong? Yeah. Where does it go wrong? Well, like, and you can't deny he's an outstanding athlete. Yeah. He's been found guilty and sentenced for a horrible crime, and uh, not 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 forgetting that at all. Yeah. And nor am I supporting. Jared Hayne. But I just I'm sitting here like a lot of rugby league fans. I was like shocked yesterday. I knew it was coming. Mm. I knew it was coming, but, but until it slaps you in yeah, the face. Yeah, it was like, wow. He's going You from had court. everything. He's going from court to prison. To prison. And you had everything. Mm. And apparently there was a a half a million dollar deal sitting on the table from the Dragons for him. The day that he got he's going to apparently he was going to agree to that deal the day that he he was arrested. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Sydney teams in a COVID bubble, so that means uh, home training, training home, home games. Yeah, that's stage three, I think yes, they call level it. level three, yep. Yeah, and the good part about it, Jace, is that we've been through this on numerous times and numerous occasions. So the NRL have got this – they've got a template in place that as soon as something happens, it just takes one form of communication to the club representation – and they just click into gear. Yep. So we've been here before, and uh, there was a huge concern that Magic Round would be affected next weekend at Suncorp Stadium. They're saying that's going ahead definitely at the moment. Whether that's going to be without fans, we don't know. But at the moment, uh, that's what Magic Round was for. Mm. It was for mm. it was for the fans. So it'll go ahead. But what we do know is we've 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 seen this before we've been through it before we know how to handle it we know how to be a lot more sensitive now with it as well so uh, the swans have had to clear out of new south wales yep 
A couple, uh, I think a couple of other AFL games have been either brought forward yeah. or put back because yeah. of travel restrictions. So, um, yeah, so it's uh, – again, it's – there's, there's so many moving objects that we've got the ability to move the pieces where we need to piece, move them. And the good part about it is the clubs don't kick up, kick up a stink about it. They just say, right out, we've got to do what we've got to do. Um, what's going on at the Raiders? Like, there's uh, I know every I know every week, journo's will pick a team to pick on, mm. and it's normally a team not performing. We saw it the week before; it was the West Tigers. Uh, they have a win. Guess what? West Tigers aren't touched this week. Yeah. All of a sudden, Madge is a great coach. There's no problems at the Tigers, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we've seen it with the Broncos this mm. year. Um, we haven't seen it with the Bulldogs because uh, Trent Barrett's a very well-liked person and it's his first year at a club that's rebuilding, and that's fair enough. Um, if the Dragons don't beat the Bulldogs this weekend, it'll be hook next week. Mm. Is there, The saying is where there's smoke, there's fire. Is there fire at the Raiders? And let's look at it. Tarpanay's misses, getting on social media, critiquing Ricky's coaching. And that as well, Josh Papali'i being stood down and saying that he needs to be rested and and for more reports, comments around oh, rugby league isn't my priority at the moment. There's other things that I've got to try and yep. work out in my life and you've got to respect that. Yeah, Joseph Tarpanay's wife going on social media, that sends a, that has the ability to form a really big crack in your playing group. Yeah, certainly does. You'll have does. some that'll, uh, that'll, that'll support. Because their partners support yep. the cause. They'll have some that say, listen, this is, a, this is a domain that no one else comes into and you've allowed your wife to make comments that has now entered our, our playing domain. And then you've got, for more reports, a discussion between Ricky and Josh Hodgson, a private conversation whereby the contents of that conversation also appeared on an NRL 360 The night discussion. before. Yeah, with, with Paul Kent and... Uh, I think there was um, James Hooper or Dean Ritchie, one of the two. Yep. Um, but yeah, and the contents of that discussion had already had been already on been TV. Had. So that's where Josh Hodgson believes that. Well, I'm going to stand down as skipper, and it's for selfish purposes because I need to worry about my game. Yep. And if you're not going to stand by me in the bad times, you're willing to stand by me in the good times. But you're not willing to stand by me in the bad times. So, is there cracks appearing at Canberra? I think there are. And. and- I have no doubt Josh Hodgson's probably going to end up at uh, the Broncos next year. He's been NRL 360 have reported that he's been shopped around, mm. but he's also looking. Yeah, he's well, he's been shopped around by his management, so he's he's gone, mate. He's gone. If listen, if if there is a, a level of respect that has been lost between player and coach, he'll move on. If it's repairable, which I think anything with Ricky is repairable, if if Ricky wants it to be repairable, uh, repairable, that's the most important thing. Because I love Ricky Stewart; he's mm. a tremendous guy. For more reports, an amazing coach, and yeah, but he is a guy that is very determined and very set in his ways. And if you've, for more reports again, if you've crossed Ricky down the in the past, very rarely you're getting in the in the front door ever again. Maybe he's maybe he has softened a lot. A little bit like like your Bellamy's. A lot of these older coaches, maybe he's softened a lot, yeah. a fair bit, where it is repairable between coach and player. That's if the reports are right. And if the reports are right and it's uh, and the respect has been lost from player to coach, not the other way around, it's best that the player moves on. There's talk that Croker won't get an extension at the end of this year, comes off contract as well. Um, Whiten's form's down. There's something going on. I tell you what, though, if they beat... Uh, the Knights and Wagga. Which they should. Yep. 
and the Knights, let's talk about them another day. Everyone's happy. You forget about it. Mm. And we'll move on to the Knights or the Dragons or whoever, you know, next week. You'll see the team song in the dressing sheds after the Absolutely. game. You'll, you'll see Ricky around the, the there, arms, around the players' shoulders and all's forgotten for a few days. And Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to sit back and, and watch that because Canberra has been a really successful club without winning a premiership under Ricky, but they've been so successful on and off the field because they've just been this really close unit. Well, you're forced to be mm. in Canberra. Mm. You've lived in Canberra. Mm. You're sort of forced to find your own your own little family. It's like it's like an island. Mm. Absolutely is. A great place, by the way. Um, too cold for my liking. A lot of roundabouts. A lot. It's not good on the tyres. Uh, I went and moved down there because I thought you could still buy firecrackers. Mm. Can't do that anymore. No, nope. used to sell them on Northbourne Avenue, all gone. You don't mm. have them anymore. I do like the War Museum. Oh, I think it's amazing. one of our, our greatest. Amazing. The Wall of Pop- mate, The Wall of Poppies. It's just it hits you as mm. soon as you get there. But yeah, no. I apparently when I moved there, they hadn't had firecrackers for ten years. So maybe next time, Jace, do your research before you accept a job. Did you make your way up to Fishwick, but? Uh, I had a one-bedroom apartment there above a kebab shop, yes. Did you really? No. Oh. <laughs> see, I could believe that. <laughs> I could see you having hummus and tabbouleh and all over your hands. While you're... I know where you're going with this, mate, so I'm not, I'm not even getting into this uh, discussion with you about Fishwick. It's that time for an off-the-bench Friday night preview. Certainly is, Sats. Uh, looking forward to these games tonight, in particular the second game. Panthers taking on the Sharks in the early game. Mm-hmm. Um, Dollar two they're playing. That's paying. a 2% return on your investment, uh, which is better than the banks. And when you look at it. And it's better when Winks was racing. <laughs> Mate, you, you said to me the other day, don't give me your, your horse tips, Jace, uh, that have a two in front of it. It's got to start with a three. Yep. It'd be nice to have that much money. That's it. Really, would you are loaded? But no, um, no, it's about risks. <laughs> right. Just taking risks well, in life. Okay, where's the risk in this game tonight? Panthers. Yeah, zero. There's now. There's not a lot of risk. The only risk is that the sharks, like the sharks always do, and we hear about it time and time again, have the ability to play really dirty, take them off their game, within the laws, of course, uh, take them off their game, and. Penrith Panthers just take their eye off what their their goals are for the game. Now the Sharks have the ability to do that, just to get under the skin of you and just just nitpick. It's like they used to have that ability. Sats. It's like having a mozzie bite. You just can't stop Not- scratching it. But this this Penrith side oh. is a reflection of their halfback Nathan Cleary. They're so composed. What are you huffing and puffing about? Oh no 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 no! I'm I'm agreeing with you oh. how good Penrith are. I thought how I don't know. I don't agree with you about the Sharks. I think the Sharks used to be like that. I th- they're just waiting for next year now. They're just waiting for Fitzgibbon to get there and mm. just move on. But Penrith, oh, I'm going. Oh, I can't. Who's going to beat them? The, the Storm maybe on their performance against South, but uh, maybe the Eels. But this Penrith team, mate. Yeah, I know. How, you must you must wake up going. Geez, I wish I was playing in that side as well. I keep thinking back to the 2001 Parramatta side who just destroyed everything in front of them. They played teams that were coming second and third and beat them by 30. They broke, broke all the records in the NRL when it mm. comes to try scoring, uh, tries conceded, points conceded, um, just amazing statistics. But again, much like Penrith last year, which you got to keep reminding yourself about, mm. they got to grand final day and, Newcastle leading 24-0 at half time. Mm. Game was over. So 
This Penrith side, are they better from, than last year? I think they are defensively. Uh, will they learn from last year? Well, I don't think they'll learn from last year. You just learn in life that you just mature a little bit more. So, yeah, they're a better side. Who's going to beat them at the moment? I I can only see Melbourne. Yeah. I, I don't know, mate. I I mean, the next game, the big one tonight, Eels versus Roosters. Massive game. Delicious mm. game, this one. <laughs> delicious. Delicious. Well, no, let's say cracker. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd say I'm yeah, too delicious. Overused. This is a delicious contest. Oh, this would be a cracker of a game. Uh, now, um, yeah, the Roosters, although being held together by bandages yeah. at the moment, are on the back of an 18-year-old kid who has just got so much class about everything that he does. Mm. His dad, Benny Walker, is a classy guy anyway. He's a really good guy. He's got a good football brain. You can see the way that Sam Walker plays. Yeah. You can tell that he's come up in Ben Walker, Shane Walker household. The way that they coached their Ripswich team, they were the national champions about three or four years ago. And it, was, it wasn't off a... A simple, solid game. It was like a unorthodox. Unorthodox. Throw it around. Have fun, boys. Side to side. Just wait for someone yeah. to get really lazy and yeah. take advantage. Now, I love what he's doing. He's got a lot of experience around to, to keep him really channeled into the game. But this Eels side, they've only lost one game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just they're humming along so nicely. Quite achievers, mate. Exactly, and they're doing everything really well. And people always, will always question the ability for Mitch's, Mitchell Moses to win the big games. Well, he is. At the moment, he mm. is. In the regular season, that's all you can worry about. You can't worry about finals at the moment and whether Mitchell Moses is going to stand up or not. I'm never concerned about Mitchell Moses. I'm more concerned about the maturity of Dylan Brown. He's the one that's got to take a little bit more responsibility for the side. Yep. So Parramatta, I think, will win this game. and um, I think it'll be close. It will be close. It'll yeah. be single digits, I think, well, the difference. Well, the Roosters generally, 95% of the time, have a really good defensive mentality and very rarely do you get a big score on them. We... You can mm. count on one hand how many big scores mm. the Roosters under Trent Robinson have had under them. And that's what disappointed me about South. You didn't have the attacking prowess last night, so you should have went into that game and have gone, right, we are just going to tackle our hearts out for 80 minutes. And I'm sure they did. I'm sure uh, they did. Well, I didn't see. I've, how many tackles Benji missed yesterday? Yeah. About 38, well, 40? You find a you find a leak in the system defensively, and you expose yep. it. And that's what they did. All right, Friday night preview uh, here on uh, off the bench. When we come back, we're going to look at that Thursday night game, that disgusting performance by the Rabbitohs, but outstanding from the Storm. That's next on Off the Bench. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. Jesse Bromwich wants to throw. Does. To Olam, still the last, still the last. Oh, little left foot. Oh, oh try assist, Justin Olam, and the Fox gets it first. He screams at the camera, yeah, baby, I got it down. I think he did too. The scoreline now, the Melbourne Storm 4, South Sydney nil. Hughes wants to go at the back to Nico Hines. Did go at the Goal. back. Nico splits him. He's got the Fox looming up in support. Back inside to the Fox. He's cut down. He slides his way into the in-goal area. He's got the one finger up, but that's his second try tonight. The Storm skip out to an 8-0 lead. Munster's out of dummy. Oh, oh. Oh. There's... He has got a first half hat trick. Three tries for the Melbourne Storm. Three tries for Josh Adokar. Three imbeciles up here in the commentary box. Moment, Harry we didn't yes, it. Harry Grant, mate. Certainly haven't matched him in the second. And Munster, he stole. Stole the ball one on one. He can't goal kick with Jesus. Jesus uh, away! Uh, My uh, man! Finally! <laughs> <laughs> 
He's <laughs> under the post. Cam Munster will be happy about that. We've got a South Sydney player. I think it's Damien Cook, too. The, it was the one-on-one -on -one strip from Cam Munster. They're all hugging in the end goal area. That's the fourth try of the half. Out oh. the back, Nick oh. He's going to get four. To Fox. Fox is going to get four. Oh. He's too quick for Damien Cook. Into the corner. Slides about ten metres. Puts the hands up and says, one, two, three, four tries for the Fox. Last tackle now. This the is cheese. Cheese, cheese. Oh. won't stop him. <laughs> He's Head the wombat. <laughs> wombat, wombat. That's the call. Out of dummy half. Scatters defenders. Seven minutes gone, second half. First try of the half. Goes to the Melbourne Storm. They're leading 30 nil. Here they go. Six again. This is Hughes. Throws long. Oh. Goes to. Oh, Jennings gets it. This time they've gone to the right wing. The right winger scores it. It's just about his first touch when he's had a bit of space in front of him. There's 10 minutes gone in this second half, and now it's getting ugly. This is Hughes. Stops, pivots, throws oh. it over the top. Jennings, Jennings, low, gets a second. Yeah, that's okay. It spewed out straight after he put it down, but there's no problem with the put down there. George Jennings gets his second. The Melbourne Storm, well, they're at 40 already. Loading up left to the Fox. All right, they go left to the Fox. There's Munster. Goes out the back now to Hines. Throws long. Olam stopped on a dive. Here he goes. He's got oh. six. He's got it. <laughs> the Fox has got his sixth. Count them all. You'll need a second hand to do it. Six tries in the game. He can't believe it, Fox. Just That was torture. Storm 50, Rabbitohs nil. By the way, can I just say, Johnston... Johnson was robbed of that try. That wasn't a forward pass. But anyway, that's that would have been 50 to four, maybe. You talk about the one in the first half. Yeah. That was forward pass. That no, was not. It was. You see, you see some of the passes to Josh so, Adokar in the end were just so, kind of going, ah, oh, six tries. So you're. <laughs> that's, that was about eight metres forward. You're but anyway. still dwelling on a, a, <laughs> a missed try opportunity. Again, it stuffed my multi gamble I, responsibly. <sighs> anyway. I think it was nil all at that stage. Or it, was, nil. it was. It mm. was. Um, Josh Adokar, outstanding six tries. Um, I've got to play this. This is Craig Bellamy uh, post-game last night. Very happy. How you sum that up? Pretty impressive. Yeah, our best performance of the season. The thing I was real happy about and sort of put it on them at half-time, you know. I, I don't really think that we've put a, a good, consistent 80 minutes together this year. You know, we've had a couple of good halves. You know, whether it be the first half or second half, we've probably had a couple of games where we've been pretty good for 60 minutes, but not 80, and I thought tonight... You know, we did that. Six tries. How do you sum that up? Speed. <laughs> you think you'll keep hearing about it all week from Josh? He's in yeah, this bloke. He'll keep probably, bragging about it. Probably go to the next month. I think we've got, we've got longer turnaround now, so yeah, that's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, he'll be doing a fair bit of spruiking. He'll have his shirt off. So. <laughs> I love Billy Ake. I love him. You see, you get everything with him, don't you? That's a perfect way to explain him. Get everything. You know, when you meet him, He's such a great guy to sit down, just have a coffee with, and no. not even talk footy, just talk life. Yeah. And he's you know, so wise and humbling in everything that he says, but he's got a, this, this great vision on different parts of life, family, whatever it may be. The way that he treats his players, the way that he talks about his players when you're in his company without a camera in his face, yep. it's like he talks about all of his children. Yeah. It's incredible, he's isn't an it? He's an amazing guy. Um, why were they so good? And why was South so bad? I think, um, well, for South, for in, for Melbourne, let's look at Melbourne firstly. They get Nelson Asafa Solomana back, and and Dale Finucane's got another game under his belt. They're starting to really hum along nicely. They're missing Ryan Pappenhausen, which is a huge out at the moment. How's Nico Hines going though? Yeah, exactly. So their ability to be able to 
create depth is amazing for the competition. Now, for South Sydney, work rate of Cam Murray, really missed that. And those, his deceptive runs, um, they really missed – they're missing Latrell Mitchell because they've been ordinary for three weeks, South. Yes, they've got – and Wayne Bennett has even commented saying, listen, we've, we've just got away with games because we've got good players. But they've been ordinary for three weeks. There would have been some concerns internally for them for the last couple of weeks. So they were in a hiding nothing last night when they don't have Cam Murray. They don't have Latrell Mitchell. Um, of course, the biggest out is Josh uh, Adam Reynolds oh. because just his, his coordination, but most importantly, his kicking game. But his leadership too. When you're behind the eight ball and you need to try and change momentum, you do it through, one, a defensive effort. Or two, your kicking game. You keep turning the team around and get them back into an arm wrestle. And that, that's what he's got the ability to do. Now, they brought in Dean Hawkins, who's a really good young player in the halves. He did some really good things last night. But he's two games into his NRL career, up against the current NRL premiers. Then you've got Braden Burns playing the centres, who hasn't played for a year. And coupled with all the injuries they've got at the moment, South Sydney, they're always going to do it tough against the Melbourne Storm. Um, so South Sydney, well, I don't think Wayne Bennett will be too worried about that performance overall. I think he'd be worried about some individual performances more so than what the team can actually do. Yeah, you, know, you push Dane Gagai under the wing, was was pretty ordinary defensively, made some bad de- defensive uh, errors. But then Benji, defence, he, oh. he was targeted all night, Benji. Benji can't play full games, mate, and 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 – I, I, I mean, I'm on board this Benji bus and everyone's happy that he's there, but he, bring him on at the 60-minute mark and and when people are getting tired, bring him, because he can be quite brilliant, but he is not an 80-minute footballer well, anymore. Well, when he played against the Gold Coast, was it last week, and his, his game was unbelievable. One of the best individual performances we've seen this year. Now, the argument would be, oh, it wasn't against quality opposition. It, 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 and that's it a good argument. It was. The Gold Coast can be really really good opposition. They were leading that game um, by a fair bit that night and it took South to come back in the second half, inspired by Benji. But I think you're right. The recipe for Benji, and I think Benji would admit also that that he was always brought to the club to fill in when people are injured. To be a 14, And mate. then be a 14 yep. and come on and play yep. wherever we ask you to. Um, very quickly, if you're South's management, would you be sitting down with Reynolds again and going, listen, maybe we're not ready yet to go to that next era? Well, you and I were texting each other yeah. uh, during the game. And I, I said it during the week, Jace, didn't I? I said, this could actually work. Him being out could actually yeah. work in in Adam Reynolds' favour where they sit back and they go, right, out, give us a chance to try Lachlan Ilias and Blake Taff and young Dean Hawkins. But hang on a sec. Maybe there's trouble with Houston because – we maybe need these guys to to um, to mature long term as opposed to expecting them to mature overnight. So mm. maybe getting Reynolds to, to stay for the two years and in saying that, starting with Adam Reynolds during games. And replacing him. Bringing yeah. him off with 15, yeah. 20 minutes to go, throwing yeah. the next generation yeah. on there. Good idea. It's probably the right way to go. Like the way the Melbourne Storm are managing the hectic cheese. and Oh, the one-two punch. Oh, how good is it? Yeah. Well, Harry Grant—they call him the baby goat. Yeah. The kid. <laughs> but and look how that's being managed. Exactly. Everyone was talking about. Well, one of them has to leave and go somewhere else. No, Bellamy's found the right recipe. 
maybe we can do the same as well. Mm. Radio, uh, well done to the Storm. Outstanding, outstanding performance from the Melbourne Storm last night. Wow, what a team. How bad uh, how bad's Cam Munster as a goal kicker? Oh, Poor bugger. It's like he's kicked with an Ugg boot on sometimes. Mine, yeah, but the wingers scored eight tries. Yeah. <laughs> so. We didn't talk about that. Josh Adokar <laughs> scored six tries. We did say that. You did, hey? Yeah. I just didn't expand on and it. And Jennings scored two tries, although I, I don't know where Johnson was manning up on him. He just wasn't there. <laughs> was, there was no one there. It was like, I could have scored. No, you wouldn't. I would have ran around under the post, make it a little bit easier yeah. for my mate Munster. Yeah. Anyway, this is Off the Bench. Back in a minute, you've got to listen to this. One of the greatest interviews you and Badge have ever done during the week. It's with a young bloke from the Brisbane Broncos. He's open, he's honest, and it's compelling listening. Um, Pang, uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. joins us next on Off the Bench. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. Yeah, they did, Sats, and uh, and of course didn't win that game. But last week, and it was all uh, good news for uh, the Brisbane Broncos. And we have Tavita Pangai on the line. How are you, Tavita? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, are, we, are we supposed to call you Junior as well, or just just happy with Tavita? Oh uh, yeah, I've, I'm named after my uh, my old man, so. Yeah, he he likes the junior in there. So right on. <laughs> on the line we have Tavita Pangai Junior. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for joining us, mate. Hey, hey, what's the um, finally that uh, that second win last week of the year against um, the Titans? How how did that affect the mood around the club? Oh yeah, it was just um, good. Kevy reckons he was allowed out in public and <laughs> wasn't getting abused. So he was walking around, strutting around Queen Street and stuff, and the wharf. So he was enjoying his weekend. So no, it was good. The vibe has been good. The vibe has been good. At 22 but, now. Uh, it means nothing. It means nothing if we don't back it up yeah, this week. Yeah, so. true. True against the Cowboys this weekend. Um, of course, on, on Saturday night. Prop or second row? Uh, middle or edge? Where, where do you want to play? Where do you prefer to play? Uh, I like that. I like, I like both, but um, obviously at the moment, um, edge is the best for the team. So second row is good once I get, um, my, get my match fitness down, learn how to play 80 and use my energy and um, get a bit fitter. I'm doing extra fitness now during the week with um, our conditioning staff. So just to try and get those minutes and make sure it's um, good minutes and just not walking around trying to save myself for a good boy and yeah. good boy and good boy in time. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but it's it's pretty tough, just just the little effort areas and the kick chase and stuff. So trying to get that right. We've got um, good and bad news for you tonight. Um, Sat, you, you hit... Uh, <laughs> Tavita with the good news. Yeah, the good news, which I'm, I'm thinking you would know, Tavita, already, that um, Katoni Staggs is committed to the Broncos for another three to four years. Uh, obviously, that's the good news. You'd be stoked that he's uh, he's going to be alongside you for for a few years now. Is it is it announced? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. If it, if it's true, then yeah, I'm like I'm really happy. Um, obviously, um, me and Katoni were um, we're relatives. We grew up together, so his mum used to babysit me. So wow, wow. good to have him. Um, yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, long story. Um, and then he moved up. We we both grew up in Sydney, and then he moved into Wallow, so Wellington. So um, yeah, we've known our families have known each other since we were young. So oh, um, that's outstanding. No, you would have been, I reckon you would have been a horrible kid to look after. You would have eaten the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pretty cheeky. I was yeah, I was pretty naughty. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Well, Katoni's a naughty one now. So. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's yeah he's been a little bit loose now. 
the, bad, the, the bad news, yeah, bad news is um, reports that we believe this is. I'm not. I'm not sure if this is confirmed. Sats. I think it is. But Xavier Coates going to sign for a couple of years. Going to sign with the Melbourne Storm. Did he? Has this been discussed at all? Is he a relative of yours as well? And has this been discussed in house? <laughs> no, he's PNG, but uh, I haven't. Um, I just got home from training, so he wasn't there when I left. So it'll be a big blow, though, really, won't it? Um, if he's decided to go to the Melbourne Storm because he's a highly talented young fella. Yeah, I rate um, Xavier highly, and um, you know, obviously, he's got a point of difference with the way he jumps up and grabs the ball in that speed. So, um, yeah, if, if we lose him, I'll be disappointed, but. Um, once it's announced, then I'll believe it. So I don't know yeah. if it's true yet. Hey, read a really good story, Tavita, about uh, the effect that Sonny Bill Williams has had on on your career. You're 25 now and, and about to reach the, the peak of anyone's career. How did First of all, how did you get the chance to speak with him? Did you know him before? How, how did that all come about that, that he was able to talk to you about your preparation? And what did you learn from that chat? Um, I met him through Quaid. So uh, me and Quaid, um, we train at the same boxing gym and then, he put me in touch with Sonny, and um, Sonny's just been. Um, when I got in trouble last year, he sort of reached out to me, and um, he just said, "Oh, we're all human; we all make mistakes, but it's what you do from now on." And um, just seeing the way he lives his life, you know, he's a family man. He he's turned his life around, and um, you know, he follows his religion um, religiously. So um, no, it's just uh, he's just a good role model for us Polynesian boys um, coming up in the ranks, and he's taken on media now, which is a big step. Hopefully uh, a few more Polynesian boys can follow him and women can follow him into that into that path. So um, he's a, yeah, like, so can't what, hate the bloke. So, yeah, he's, you know. he's, a, he's a great role model. So what changes have you have you made in your day-to-day preparations for rugby league? Oh, just more just staying home and spending time. You know, usually you get caught up in that, in that rat race, being an NRL player, going out, you know, trying to live lavishly and um, partying and hanging out with the wrong crowd and stuff, you get caught up in that. But now I um, spend I spend my time with my family and just training, and you can sort of take your eye off the prize when you're three, four years in. But um, you know, when you sit back and look back, you gotta, um, you know, you gotta take your chances and put all you can. And if you do it properly, it takes up almost your whole day. If you're doing it properly with your footy and your family, so. Um, yeah, no time for anything else, really. Yeah, that, that's that's great honesty, and it also comes with a maturity badge too. Yeah, yeah, sure does. Hey, um, Origin selection's not far off. Your name's been bandied around. Have you spoken at all to Freddie? Or have there been any pre-Origin camps planned or anything for New South Wales? I spoke to Freddie. We went for a walk um, in Darwin. I was I don't know if I was sweating from being nervous talking to him or from the heat, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was pretty daunting. Um, just. Like I said, I had, I had um, that time off, I had an 18-week off-season just reflecting on not just what I did wrong with the COVID stuff, but um, the, some of the silly stuff I've said and did in the past. And, um, yeah, I just – I wish I didn't do it, but um, I wish I didn't say what I said and come out and act emotionally. But, um, yeah, I just said sorry to Freddie and said that I'll put my hand up if – I know I'm not a walk-in and there's a lot of back rowers and um, front rowers and stuff, but, no, I think – um, I know what it takes to be an Origin player, and it's just all those little things that I'm trying to get right. And, and if I can get that right, then if he picks me, then I'll be I'll put in 100. percent Yeah, it will be outstanding stuff. And I know you've already played um, for Tonga. That was, I guess, your 
still keen to, and you still can play, I believe, for Tonga at the end of the year in the World Cup. Is that is that correct? Been a second. Yeah, team? I don't think um, I don't think it affects affects us. I don't know if we have a. I don't think we have a mid-season test. So, um, but like I said, there's um, there's a wealth of talent in the back rows and in the front rows. So yeah, I don't know if I'll make it, but um, I'll just do my best. Try play my best 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 footy and do what Freddie asked me to, and that was to. Um, Work work hard on my defense and all the little things that you guys know what Origin's about. So, yeah, I like what I'm hearing. I like the maturity to Vita at the moment. I think if you stay on that path, I think we'll see you in a well, blue jersey for the first time. As a Queenslander, <laughs> I don't think we should set. Uh, yeah. um, with um, Viliami Kikau and David Fafita, I watched with interest the last few weeks where you've gone out against those those big back rolls that are dominating the headlines and. You've made, do you make it personal when you go up against those sort of back rolls? Because I thought you dominated both of them. And um, it looks as though for those games, there's something extra in your game. I just need to find what ticks for me. And, um, you know, the old saying of try outplay your opposition, you know, the coaches tell you that when, you, when you're 12, 13, 8 years old. And um, I just try and bring that, just go back to being that little kid playing footy, competing and, I'm trying to outplay the other guy on the other side. So, um, you know, I just try to keep things simple. And, um, you know, I know Dan Arola trying to speed up the game and um, do all that stuff. But, like, the fans enjoy a um, bit of uh, bit of heavyweights, bit too big heavyweights going at it. So, This is Off The Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench NRL. The winners, the losers, the how and the why. Let's get stuck into our off-the-bench footy tips. Rightio, let's do it. Saturday, 3 o'clock, Raiders versus Knights, McDonald's Park Stadium in... Oh, part, uh, McDonald's Park in Wagga. Wagga, yeah. Raiders up against the, the Knights. Uh, I love these regional games. I love the people that, that turn out to support them, the opportunities they get to get up close and personal with their stars, but they won't be able to, will they? Because they'll be in... No, no, Wagga's fine, mate. Yeah, it's, but, it's it's Sydney, it's Sydney. Yeah, but if they've come from on oh, Newcastle and yeah, yeah, but Canberra, mate, you know, right. you know I, I think I've said this before. My favourite place to, to where I ever did the sideline from was uh, Carrington Park in Bathurst. Beautiful ground and those hamburgers. <laughs> I think Canberra win this game. They have to. Yeah, Newcastle have are, to. They've got to find something different. They're relying on Kalen too much and Bradman Best. They've got to find something different while Mitchell Pearce is out. Someone's got to t- stand up and and take control of the side. So. Canberra Raiders, fire's been shot across the bow at them this week. I think uh, I think that they'll win. Um, Sats, whichever team loses this match, mark my words, will be under the media microscope next week. Oh, that's a given. Isn't it? Because mm. the Knights, I think they're in a bit of trouble there as well. Uh, West Tigers versus the Titans at Campbelltown. I'm taking the West Tigers here. They did enough for me defensively last week to feel as though they could crack the Gold Coast Titans. The Titans are one of those sides, depending what mood they're in, they can put a lot of points on you. But they haven't learned how to stay focused for a majority of the game. And no team can stay focused for 80 minutes. No. Uh, you know, everyone's going to come up with mistakes, defensive mistakes, whatever it may be. But if you can stay focused for a majority of the game, the two halves, usually you'll be in, in most matches. Did you use Titans the cliche, in- the two halves? Two halves. The ch- the ch- uh, the ch- the charges. The Titans aren't even. The Titans haven't learnt that yet. So, 
Mate, I agree I think with West you. Tigers will win. I agree with you on that, but I tell you what, the player that the Titans have missed over the last couple of weeks, Big Tino, he's yep. back. Mm. And I reckon he'll make the difference. He this will week. make a huge difference. Massive difference. Cowboys versus Broncos. God, this is a tough game. Queensland Country Bank Stadium on Saturday night. It's it's difficult because we saw so much from the Broncos last week. And we expect to see it again. Uh I think the Cowboys will win. I like the way they came home last week. And the only reason and my usually my method is if I'm quite, not quite sure which team, go for the home side. I and I agree there with you as well. But I think um, what I'm looking forward to, and I've used this word earlier tonight, uh, today, delicious, the delicious matchup, Tavita Pangai Junior. <laughs> And Jason Taumalolo. Mm. How good is that going to be? Well, Tavita Pengai Jr. a couple of years ago, of course, might have been last year. Yeah, might have been last year, first round. He just destroyed Jason Taumalolo. And he's been doing a fair bit of it, of these back rowers. And we, when we interviewed him during the week, I made a point of saying, do you make it personal against these back rowers, these big back rowers that are sort of seen as the, the marquee back rowers, your Viliami Kikows, uh, your David Fafitas, your Jason Talmalolos, do you make it personal? Yeah, I do. It's incredible, Absolutely. isn't it? I love it. Seagulls, Warriors at Lotto Land. I did pick the Warriors, but I'm going to take the Seagulls because it's Tommy Trebojevic's 100th game. Yeah, I'm with the Seagulls. And this game, I- I've picked the Dragons, but I'm thinking about switching to the Bulldogs. Dragons versus Bulldogs, Net Strata Jubilee. Bulldogs won there a couple of weeks ago. Mm, I'm taking the Dragons. I still like... A lot of injuries. Yeah, they have got a lot of injuries, but... I. There's something about the Dragons I like, and, okay. there's, and it's got a lot of hook, uh, Anthony Griffin, about it. And I think I think at the back end of the season, they'll come home like the Gold Coast Titans did last year. Uh, I just still think there's enough key players in that side to be too much for the Bulldogs. Mm. All right, it's going to be a hard game, that one, but yep. uh, look forward to that. Sunday, Arvo. Before we go, on Off The Bench, what's got us excited across the weekend of sport? You know what's got me excited? What? Not just sport, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to oh, all the yeah. mums uh, this Sunday. I forgot about that. I'm doing my wife a lamb on the spit, my new rotisserie. Oh, God, I love it, Sat. Mm-hmm. You know what I loved about it? What? I, I actually, it, it's very, it's very social. So my mates all across the road next door come over. We had a few cans. I will admit that. We had a few <laughs> cans. Well, that was... The pig was spinning, spinning last week and the footy was on. But I tell you, what, it's very social. So I'm going to do a lamb for my wife and her mum on Sunday for is Mother's Day. Is lamb the most – is the lamb – Spun? The, no, is it the least used meat or cooked meat, do you think, out of pork, lamb, beef? No, pork is. Do you reckon pork is? Pork, because a lot of people don't like pork because it tastes gamey. Does it taste gamey? But I when I smoked it, it, I've never thought. I've not never when I smoked it. When what? I when I spun it on the rotisserie, there wasn't a bit of smoke. I don't know what you do in your spare time. Mate, with the pork last week, my wife goes, I love it because it doesn't have that gamey taste now. I've never ever eaten pork and thought it was gamey. Mate, the be- but the pork has the best highlight, which is the crackling, mm. out of all the animals. Well, it's a skill. Yeah, it is. It is. If you could put If you could put crackling on a cow, that would be... Like on a piece of eye fillet, mm. that would be the ultimate piece of meat. Yep. Hello to all our vegans <laughs> and vegetarians listening. And hey, mate, I'm looking forward to the Swans Saturday night. What about you? Who's the Swanies playing? Uh, Melbourne, undefeated Melbourne, MCG. Okay, I'm looking forward to Tommy Trebojevic's hundredth against the Warriors. Uh, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews, wrapping up for the weekend. Hope you enjoy Mother's Day to all the mums. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks for what you do for us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'll catch you next week. See ya.